Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle call! Heavy Say it. Live and reporting for duty. Reporting for duty. Shoes are shined. Back at it again. Unlike the best quarterbacks in the world, we are here for the Combine Week. Uh, back at it on a Tuesday. Here's, we are live on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to the podcast, you might be thinking, did you guys just do a podcast on Monday? Why are you guys doing a podcast on Tuesday? And I'd be saying, yeah, you're right, but we just did it because... The only schedule here is when content calls and the alarm goes off. Ham, ham is there. Wait till uh, John Lynch talks tomorrow and we do it again. That's right. What's he going to talk about? Someone's going to ask yeah. about TV. It's a hell of a question. How much do they offer you, old Johnny boy? Where did you meet well, Amazon for dinner? Well, let me tell you, guys. Mayoko Barrows, they offered me a shitload of money. And as you can tell, I want to be here talking to you guys instead of I could be at the beach right now making Bezos money. But I said, nope, Jed, Kyle, Trey, Bosa, Kittle, I'm here for you guys. I said, Kyle, I'm with you, man. We're going to the combine. And Kyle said, John, I'm right behind you. And I I'll, catch the, and I'll, I'll catch the night flight. I'll see you there tomorrow. How did I miss you? I'll just I'll, I'll get my own room. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. John, this show is uh, brought to the people in part by our friends at MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM and the number one, MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM and the number one, where the March madness is about to begin. We are recording this, or we are live, depending on how you're consuming, on March 1st, and uh, MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM the number one, where they'll match that deposit dollar for dollar up to 1000 bucks. Uh, if you accept the bonus, if you accept the bonus, remember you have to bet the full amount before you can withdraw funds. You can also decline the bonus, but either way, Ham won that way. They know we sent you. Lot to gamble on, guy. We got a UFC fight this weekend. We got March Madness right around the corner. You want to gamble on the National Basketball Association? We had this little thing called uh, the Arnold Palmer, John Rom, Rory McElroy, Skinny Willie Zalatoris. A uh, lot, lot of people there. As know? if there's a fat Willie Zalatoris? No, it's just, you know, you got a 26, you know, waist at most. He's a zero. Uh, he's a zero. As yeah, the ladies so. like to call it, a zero. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Arnold Palmer, Bay Hill, you guys want to gamble, basketball, uh, UFC. I know a lot of people actually that gamble on UFC that really, really enjoy it. Uh, how about the guy wanted for murder? What's that guy's deal? Was that Kane? Sorry, I don't want to. Uh, was it Kane? Vel- I mean, uh, yeah, Kane Velasquez shot somebody in San Mateo. Arrested for attempted murder in Barry shooting. Jesus. So there's that Kane story Velasquez, to follow, man. I guess. Jeez, man. I remember him from back when, like, uh, you know, I just found out about uh, the the UFC. It feels like uh, you know you know where he's from, Salinas. So he's a, he's a NorCal guy. Remember Ken Shamrock? Yeah. 
That was like an original OG. Ken Shamrock was like doing it in the 90s when McCain used to like try to ban UFC. To me, I, Ken Shamrock feels like a, a Ruthian figure in the fighting game of just like, you know, we're going to get this done. The year is the tough guy. Ken Shamrock. Shamrock. Was he that old? Like 90s old? Yeah, I mean, he's fighting in the 90s. Yeah, he's I bet 58. he's 55. Yeah. 58. Does he just look like a tough guy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you Golly. guys look at uh, Ken Shamrock? Hell no. Remember E40 dropping him in lines. Really? That's how you discovered him? Uh, It's already on his wiki. Apparently, the guy that he tried to shoot in California, non-life-threatening injuries, which means that um, he can identify his assailant. A couple leg shots? I don't know. Do you think in kneecaps? Yeah, I mean, God, that would hurt. Yikes. Foot? Ken Shamrock was in the WWF? I don't remember that. Well, uh, John, where do we begin? NFL Combine has meant, as predicted, more news for other stuff that doesn't involve people at the Combine. And so uh, among those news stories is this from Adam Schefter. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for what happened to you, or congratulations. This, to me, before we dive into the details. Yeah. Does does anything sum up Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo and injuries like a, like a three tweet thread from Adam Schefter, where he's using like all all the characters available to him? I mean, holy majoli, God, Jimmy! So uh, here's what Schefter wrote: Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to soon undergo sur- shoulder surgery that would sideline him until the summer. It's not expected to impact his trade status, and Garoppolo is still likely to be traded this month, per sources. Garoppolo injured his shoulder during the wild card win over Dallas. Per sources, he does not need thumb surgery for another injury he also played through. Surgery is expected to happen shortly. There is significant interest, quote unquote, in Garoppolo from multiple teams. Per sources, preliminary estimates are that Garoppolo is expected to resume throwing sometime prior to the July 4 holiday if and when a trade is <laughs> this word consummated. Garoppolo would be available to begin working with the new coaching and medical staff. Did Jimmy? I feel like did the shoulder injury happen at Dallas. It's all running together now. That's obviously what it the, says. I don't. Do you remember it that way? I know the thumb injury obviously happened. The Tennessee yeah, Thursday wasn't night game. That, uh, uh, who was the guy that kept jumping off sides? Didn't he throw Jimmy down? Oh yeah, and then it came out like the day after the Dallas game, and Kyle said something, and then but he ended up toughing it out. And remember, he talked about the the thumb injury actually hurt more. And turns out Jimmy Garoppolo might as well just be like his toughness scales, Butkus and Nitschke. Uh Clearly, listen, we, I think a lot of people, including myself, I'm guilty, took jabs. You, you can't, the guy was fucking battling through some injuries, right? I mean, he really was. You got to give him his respect. And honestly, that you could say that helps just like, you know, the up and down play. But then you could also say, well, he's kind of always hurt. He gets hurt, he gets injured a lot. And that's why I said this tweet thread kind of symbolizes the Jimmy Garoppolo experience. Because as he says in his second tweet... His other injury, the thumb injury, <laughs> does not need surgery. It's like, man, he got a lot. He's, he got multiple injuries nursing at one time. Yeah, it's it's uh it's double edged sword. Like we know how tough he is because of all the times he gets hurt. And you know, it makes me think again. Like if the 49ers did not have another quarterback option right now, if Trey Lance wasn't on their roster, what would they be doing right now at quarterback? 
would they be running it back with him? We yes. don't have to spend too much time talking about it because it's not the situation that they're in. But, yeah, they'd be talking about rolling it back another season with a quarterback that, that gets hurt. Colin asked, can you tell the difference in play between hurt Jimmy and not hurt Jimmy? Well, it depends on the injury, but I would say late in the season, no. I could not really tell the difference. I thought he threw the ball pretty well. Well, Guy, when he had the throw against Tennessee, which I think it's fair to say that was the worst throw of his season, just in terms of the flight. I mean, he made some terrible throws to other players on the other team, but just that the wobble and how high it went, and it ultimately cost them the game. I think looking back, that was a specific injury. The problem was, in the heat of the moment, that just felt like a Jimmy throw. You wouldn't be like, oh, I bet his, bet his thumb shattered. You'd be like, oh, my God, Jimmy. What was the – how did there end up being some soccer shootout where, like, one of the one of the goalies ended up in the shootout? Maybe he's good at kicking it. Did you see that video? Missed miss that one. EPL? Couldn't tell you, but the guy lines it up and booms a rocket not even close to the goal. It is, like, so high above the goal, right, that the like goalie DeAndre, who's – Like DeAndre Jordan's pass the other night. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the goalie in net doesn't even, he's like a right fielder when somebody hits a bomb, he doesn't even turn around. And I somehow it ended up in my timeline like, this reminds you anything? And immediately there was like a Jimmy Garoppolo highlight. But uh, it seemed, that seemed inappropriate. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 I wonder why, why is it March 1 that he's getting the surgery? Did he need some vacation time? Uh, you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Vacation on, uh, you know, you, you get hurt on company time. You want to rehab on company time? The general, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's a hell of a question. If you were acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo, would, would this make you feel good about him? Well, do, do you want to dive into the trade value? You want to just... Anything else to be said about the fact that he's getting surgery? I mean, here's what I'll say about the fact he's getting surgery. Before we get to the value, I do think this complicates things a little bit. Now, maybe it's not a lot. Maybe the surgery's minor. Maybe we get the surgery done, and here's the doctor says it, and you check them out, and it's no biggie. But right now, right this second, when I pick up the phone, I'm John Lynch, and I call, you know, whoever. And I call the Steelers, Kevin Colbert, on his farewell tour. Like, there is a complication here, which is I'm trying to trade what is currently a hurt player, right? Well, it's like, you know, it's one thing for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to poo-poo OTAs. Most players need OTAs to improve. Let's use the Steelers as an example. They're going to have a lot of new parts. They're going to have a new quarterback. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo, you would like to, I don't know, throw at the wide receivers, the tight end, and Najee Harris, right? Wouldn't you like them to just start building a rapport? Well, based on Schefter, you know, it's it's after the greatest holiday of the year, July 4th. Like, And let's face it, you can't do anything over that time. So they wouldn't even be able to start throwing till training camp. You're acquiring a guy that is, you know, you can tell me mental reps all you want, but Jimmy Garoppolo, mental reps, like he needs physical reps. Like mentally, he can pick up the offense fast. But not being able to throw at OTA, an ideal situation. It's To me, it's definitely a blow position. Now, this information, like who would want this out? Does it even matter? Well, it's it's information that has to get out, right? It's information that everybody involved in a trade would have to have. You're not getting it over on anybody. They're finding it out one way or the other. Better to be out in front of it than have it disrupt the market because people start finding out about it late. Was it the Padres GM a couple years ago that traded all those people and didn't tell? 
about an injury. Yeah, was that uh, in the Drew Pomeranz deal? I remember the remember the Giants when they acquired. Uh, who was it? Who did they get? And they sent like Sam Dyson, and it turned out Sam Dyson was hurt. But I, but it was definitely Preller. I think, and the Padres had that situation too. Yeah, it's it's impossible in football, especially in the off season, right? Because he would have to go to their facility and pass a physical. And you know, remember a couple of years ago when COVID first hit, it was like, how are they going to conduct free agency? And nothing was official till later, like during training camp, when everyone could check in. This one, like he would have to go to whatever team traded for him, and if he shows up in a sling, that you know, it's just not possible to do business that way. Yeah. So what what does this do to Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value and um, trade timeline? Was uh, as someone said here on the chat uh, that eleventh pick. Remember we had talked about that because it was it was written about in an athletic article. In fairness, we didn't. You know, we're not. People call us Jimmy haters. We're not like trying to cape here. That to me is, you know, not that that was ever on the table. No cap. I I think at this point in time, it's hard to even see a third round pick, a tangible third round pick. It's what I said. You wanted to avoid at all costs that contingent thing. You know, one, it wasn't hard for the Eagles to accept the Carson Wentz contingency because they were bottoming out a little bit and they were hoping that it would go to a first round pick. To me, the Niners contingent would be like, hey, I give you a fifth now, and next year it could turn into a third, right? It could yeah. be like a five and a three or something. Like I, I think his value, it didn't take a blow today because whoever's trading for him is gonna know this. But it, it this, the surgery takes a blow to his value. It's I, a I, reminder I, that you're acquiring a guy that gets hurt a lot. That's what to me the first thing about it is. Right? Who's literally currently injured? Who's, <laughs> who's currently injured? Yeah. Now. You know, what did Schefter say? I think he gets traded this month. I think a healthy Jimmy, we felt pretty confident, gets traded in the next couple of weeks, as we discussed. Uh, what, March 16th is the beginning of the league year, so it's, you know, two weeks and change from from this discussion. And they have, I, those, three, they have those three days where you can, like, tamper, remember? The legal tampering. Yeah, how could you – again, these surgeries are, for the most part, run-of-the-mill, and maybe this is not even that invasive of a surgery – but how you can't acquire him before he's had the surgery, right? So let's say he has the surgery the next week. You can't acquire him like would you would you just would you as a GM acquire Jimmy based simply on the doctor saying surgery went great before he's begun any rehab? No, I think your trainer your but your trainers would have to talk to the doctor. Yeah, I mean it's just you're already bringing up things I haven't even thought about. It's really complicating the situation. You could argue that he gets a six now and it, you know, if he starts 80% of the games, it could kick up to like a second, but it's nothing now. You, you can't, you, but he could also cannot, come out of surgery, it goes well, and then you get whatever you were going to get for him, right? He rehabs, clean bill of health, can throw, and then you acquire, then you, if someone's going to give you a fourth, they give you a fourth. If someone's going to give you a third, they give you a third. You're saying you don't trade him until training camp? Yeah, I'm just saying if he can't throw until July 4th, how do I acquire him if he can't throw? See, guy, I, I have to have him off my roster to use that money. Well, I understand. So now I'm an acquiring team. I'm not giving you a third-round pick for a guy that can't throw. I mean, at this point in time, now that he's injured and now that it's tangible, like ultimately, if you had to, you would cut him. And maybe teams think that. like Because who's trading for that $27 million cap hit? Well, I, I don't think... Guy? By the way, is, I don't is, think cutting him, is cutting him on the table now? They, they're they're using that money, they, guy. They they are not keeping him on the roster going into free agency. They need that. Maybe money. he delayed surgery to try and get cut. Maybe so. 
but right, you know, he ideally he gets he ideally for him he gets traded to a place he wants to go, and gets to renegotiate his contract. I think. But who? But but who's who's extending him now? You can't. He's he's fucking injured. Well, you don't extend him because you want to pay him for more years. You extend him to reduce the twenty-seven million dollar hit this year. I, I know, but the power, but money. the power of the extension, like you're offering him nothing. It doesn't behoove him to extend. I honestly, I hey, had well, thought about on, this. Just again. To, I think he's going to get cut if they, unless they're willing to give him away for like a seventh round pick. They are not keeping him on the roster March seventeenth. The wait, wait. The value of the extension is what. Well, ultimately, why would Jimmy give a fake, you know, an extension to have give you power to lower the cap number? Right? Like I, I could be a free agent next year. Yeah, I mean, because he he wants to go some he wants to get something. Like he knows if he gets cut, he's not getting twenty seven million. He knows if what is he getting if he gets cut? But but if I get cut, then I get to choose specifically choose my destination and I get to like I'm I, I can just sign a one year deal and then I'm free to go if all yeah, these teams yeah. like, but what I'm saying is I think he's gonna to some degree, be able to choose his destination, even in a trade scenario. So what's the most, but what team, what team wants Jimmy on the books for multiple years at this point? What's the most money he's going to get as a free agent? 15 million. Okay. So I'm saying in a world where you have to trade to acquire him because the Niners haven't cut him and there's a couple teams that want him. You acquire Jimmy, you pay him 15 million this year. You give him some weird extension that has him on the books next year. And why would you want him on the books next year? Well, you don't want him on the books next year. It's if you have to trade to acquire him, you don't want to pay him $27 million this year. So you give him some fake extension that lets him move on or you move on, you know, next year. That's what I'm saying. I'm just wondering, though, if this puts them getting cut in play and knowing like well, we can just not give up anything and get him for $14 million. Maybe it, it comes down to how many teams think that, because if multiple teams think that, then you can trade him for something. Right, the twenty-seven million dollar cap is not nothing, though. And I do think GMs would really struggle. Like, if me and you were running a team, would you want to fucking extend them and like complicate your books even for next year with Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, that is not what I'd be in the book for or in the in the mood for. No, but again, I I'd be surprised if it if it turned into a complicated situation. He has an incentive to take less money to get to a place where he wants to get in a trade situation. But 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 the guy the this injury now he's literally hurt and it, to me it, it, the conversation just it's it's much more at the forefront. I think it changes the people you're talking to. It gives them leverage. The Niners I lost agree. No, a lot no, no, of I agree. I, I agree, but I don't think that I don't think that necessarily changes the logic from his standpoint of where he can make money and how how much money he can. No one's paying him. If he was healthy, nobody was paying him $27 million next year. I am 100% confident. No one was going to acquire him and pay him $27 million. Not a chance in hell. Not the Steelers, not the Texans. I I agree, but if he was was 100% healthy now, it'd be easier to be like, let's just give him that kind of fake extension, the two-year $35 million. Now it's like... We've seen it in a, in a in a much different scenario with D Ford. You never want to get in the position where we're like, God, we didn't have to tie ourselves to this. We don't have to tie ourselves to this. So if everyone tells themselves they don't have to tie themselves to this, eventually the Niners like they will cut him because they need that money. Yeah, I think that he will be released if if if, uh, if no if he they have no offers now because of the injuries. I'm not saying they will have no offers, but if they had no offers, I believe he will be released. Yes, if they have no offers, they won't have a choice but to release him. I still think there is some world where he gets a surgery after a after a few weeks, maybe not a few weeks. They don't have a few weeks. After a few days, Jimmy's okay. Jimmy's fine. Everything went well. 
and you're right, you probably end up trading for you know one of those con- uh, one of those conditional picks that maybe has a big swing in it. Is a sixth becomes a third or something like that. Would you do that if I were the 49ers, A sixth becomes a third. Yeah, Pro- I mean, I probably would. If you know, it's obviously, probably- I, if what's my alter- what are my alternatives? It's hard to say yes if I don't know my alternatives, but. I think it's fair to say the alternatives are probably not great right now. Because I was hoping you just get a fourth and just be done with it, but I don't know if that's on the table right now with a guy that can't play till can't participate in OTAs. Because part of it, if you're the Steelers, if you're the Commanders, if you're one of these teams, like you'd want to get him in and hit the ground running, right? Because you're, you're going to try to make the playoffs. You're going to try to get him on the same page as your guys. And now he's sitting there like this. It's one thing to sit there like this. If it's like, we just acquired Deshaun Watson. He's got a broken leg. No big deal. No one would care. It's like you just acquired Jimmy Garoppolo, who's hurt. We're like, huh? It's yeah. today was not good for the Niners. Now they've obviously known this. Jimmy's known it, but it's just any team. Oh, why, why do they take until March? Because they're all together and they're going to start talking, starting to get serious. No, no. Why does it take until March to get surgery? Because I do wonder if Jimmy wants to get. Cut. Jimmy's trying to force it. I wonder if Jimmy's trying to get cut. It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Kind of genius. <laughs> if that's the way it plays out, it's kind of genius. Now, he was playing up until like a month ago. So when would he get surgery? Immediately after the season. But why but ultimately, but, but, but ultimately you're helping the you're helping the 49ers if you do that. Yeah. Who you know tried, you know, made a move to get rid of you last year. Hard to blame him. I I, I don't blame him for doing a little shack move. To to me, it's it, it's business. It's like, wait a second, I can do something that makes me more in control of my future? Why wouldn't I do that? And by the way, I always think this. If you're a player going, if you're a player helping orchestrate a trade to a team, you want that team to give up as little for you as possible. Right? So, But is, but is Jimmy thinking like he's Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? No, not way? necessarily, but I just like, what if I can control it, you're telling me I just wait a month on surgery and then I'm more in control because we're going to call their bluff, they're going to have to release me? Why wouldn't I do that? Could Jimmy get cut and then just wait till training camp to sign with a team? Yeah. Until he's healthy? I mean, I you know, wait to see who drafts who. Because he just had that happen to him, and it kind of rattled him. The, the thing, mean, you, do, yeah, the thing you don't want is like, the Steelers are like, we can't wait around, we move up and take a guy in the first round that they wouldn't have otherwise done if they have Jimmy. Yeah. but It's risky. But it doesn't feel like a windfall is coming for the 49ers at this point. I, I, I think the move would be I, I would wait till they cut him. I, I agree with uh, this comment. That Niner guy? I hadn't even thought about that. Now, I, I text a couple people that are on the ground floor there that are in the league. Not necessarily they wouldn't be teams Jimmy would go to. They still thought like fourth. But again, like they're not living and dying with Jimmy, you know, talking about it like internally. So I, to me, this is one of those where you're just like, it, again, it had it had to come out eventually. And we would have known it, you know, even if no one, if they would have not told the teams and he showed up, like it would have got, they would have reneged, right? Yeah, Can't well, that's business the, that they way. wouldn't have consummated, John. Yeah, they wouldn't have consummated. Uh, but, I mean, now now maybe, maybe, maybe the saving grace for the 49ers, could it be this? Bruce Arians says he doesn't think many high-caliber veteran quarterbacks will get traded this offseason. Rap Sheet retweets and says, a lot of this thought going around that basically good luck getting a quarterback. 
Well, does that put Broncos back in play if Denver Broncos don't trade for Aaron Rodgers, who it looks like he's going to sign a massive extension with the Green Bay Packers? Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson is kind of the major wild card here. You said you saw Arian say today that, like, it's not my fucking call. Bruce basically said it's an organizational decision, I think was the way he put it, meaning, yeah, I don't have the, – the Glazers would have to approve a Deshaun Watson acquisition. Yeah, I think he's going to be very, very fascinating what they're going to do with that guy in terms of, like, what other teams – clearly, the, I think the Texans would trade him yesterday, right? You want three ones? Take him. Yeah, they Why would not? trade him yesterday for a lot. Of, a lot. Yeah. Would they trade him yesterday for two ones and two twos and just move on? I don't think so. Because what is this really costing them now? Yeah. Especially they got Davis Mills. Yeah, they I don't really want. They, they'd rather push the ones back to next year. Totally cost them ten million. I think ten million dollars last year. So would you just pay ten million dollars to potentially get three ones for a guy that you know is never going to be there? I don't think it's that crazy. The risk but, is like, does he never get you anything? Right? Does he just? What if? What if it comes shrivel? out that one one girl? You know, even if multiple, they the majority of them go away, but one of them substantiated, and then it's like, well, value is. He's now worth a third round pick. Yeah. So I think that's a balancing act that again, none of these people know. No one knows, right? You can have all the information you you can possibly have. No one's going to know. I think Russell's a little bit of a wild card. I mean, I keep seeing him just some weird shit. He was interviewing something like with someone in D.C. and they asked him to come to the commander. He started laughing about it. Like he's kind of playing it up a little bit. Now he ha- he's, he's going to have to ask for a trade. Russ coming to the commanders would be pretty funny. But the only way he ends up at the commanders is he has to demand a trade, right? I'm never playing for you guys again. Trade me now. Yeah. And demanding a trade from the Seahawks to the commanders would be one of the more shocking things a player has ever forced. I have a hard time seeing him demand a trade. Like actually putting his foot down and saying, trade me now. I think shown an unwillingness to do that. Yeah. And most, you know, if we just play the odds, most franchise quarterbacks don't do that. Just Rodgers tends to stay put. Russell tend to stay put. So, you know, to Arian's point, like who who are your options out there? I know Ben Albright's been banging the table that like Mitchell Trubisky is going to be a sought after uh, option for teams this year, right? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, you could sign Marcus Mariota. He's not a, a start, like a star. He's a starting NFL quarterback, but he's not a starting NFL quarterback. I had this right? thought. Would you do this? Kyler Murray to the Commanders for three ones, two twos, and sign Marcus Mariota with Cliff. Uh, wh- why? Like, I think you might do that if you're Washington, but why would you? I mean, if you're uh, Arizona, but why would you keep Cliff around to not coach Kyler? Well, I mean, you're already you just just to move on from Kyler, see if he can win with a type running mobile quarterback, and then just have your franchise reset and ready to roll. Try and find a new quarterback with a new coach, and also kind of short and kind of short Kyler. Like I don't think they're going to be in the twenties. Yeah, what's the major? I would trade him to the Commanders. That'd be my move. Would the Commanders do that? Three ones and two twos for Kyler. I think, I think the own. I would. I would. They, they'd right extend the him too. I would get right on the phone with Dan Snyder. He's the mark. I would go, Dan. Let's roll, baby. Yeah. I mean, it'd, it'd be a it'd be a win for the NFC West. That's the thing. Is like as as much as a detriment as Kyler is to Arizona, he he does still spook you if you have to play him two times a year. He's in a weird place right now, right? Because he can beat you. 
You just don't think he can. He can't win the Super Bowl, but he can prevent you from winning Niners the Niners have been playing them early in the season. They just need some November and December games. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they've drawn them. Two years ago, remember, opening week, they drew them at, in, in, uh, in Levi's. Last year, they drew them early. You need, you need to push these games back, guy. You would love to get, like, Week seventeen against the Cardinals. Like, oh. make a make a note for schedule release day for our big our big five questions on schedule release day. Why? I just think in general, if you're playing the Cardinals, like Kyler's can easily beat any team in the league in September. If you draw them in December, you're feeling pretty good. Whoever's on their schedule, right? Oh, we got them December fifteenth. Woo! The season of L's, John. It's their time to shine. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I still think there are enough teams. That like if you're the Steelers, let's just use we keep using them as an example, but you're the Steelers, the available options out there, Mariota, uh uh Trubisky. I mean, what you're the Denver Broncos. What are your options? Now, maybe somebody falls in love with somebody this week. The Steelers love Matt Corral. Something about him. They just the Broncos love, you know, whoever. Malik Willis, just something about him. We love him. But short of that, even you know, you don't really know what you're getting in the the draft is not before free agency. Free agency comes before the draft. So if unless you're drafting first or unless you've already made a trade, you are rolling the dice if you don't sign a quarterback in free agency before the draft, just expecting to be able to get your guy. I, I also think though, if you're gonna draft one of those guys, you would still want a bridge, and that's where Jimmy does have some value. Yeah. Like Jimmy to me is the best bridge quarterback of the group. Like we saw Mitch Trubisky for four years. He was terrible. well. It's it's an Alex Light, I think. Right? It's Alex Smith Light. One thing about Mariota or too, not Light. How about this? Mariota was getting injured as the backup quarterback. Remember? Yeah. Mariota was injured multiple times in his Raider career. He never he, he never started one game. Yeah, he just got injured. <laughs> Though I do kind of like Mariota. I would take Mariota over Trubisky. Uh, yeah, I would too. I would too. But this is not; these are not Jimmy Garoppolo. These are not solutions for teams. No, that's where there just might still be enough teams. Now, not to pay a lot, but like Denver. Yeah, that's the difference. Those guys might cost you six million dollars. Yeah, Jimmy costs you eighteen. Because again, like they're going like, what's his name? Glennon. I do think All Jimmy's worth, one team. I do think Jimmy's worth three times what those two guys are worth. Yeah, or He's whatever. In the two high, and a half. He, he, he would get a number even if it was if he was cut and then he gets signed a one year deal. It would be the Glennon. Remember the like when Glennon would sign places, like they just gave Glennon sixteen million. Like that's Jimmy. Because think how he's Don Yee wouldn't sign a five million dollar contract. No, but I think Jim, but again, like I, Jimmy's in a weird spot because he's better than Mike Glennon. Well, I know that's what. Yeah. But but the going rate for the highest level bridge quarterback is a lot higher than people think. Yeah, it's not Andy Dalton. 10, 11 million, right? Isn't that what he got? And he got a little 10, more than that? Yeah. I think Fitzpatrick kind of a you know a little lower in that range. Remember, Trubisky signed two and a half to be a true backup. Mariota right. last year, remember, redid his contract, was making like three to be the backup. Like oh, a yeah, true, he was like, going to make 12. Yeah. And they wouldn't trade him. They wouldn't trade him. And it worked out, remember? Because he ended up capitulated. Capitulated. The, it worked out for the Raiders. Like they got him, they got a cheap backup. Yeah. He uh, he capitulated, and then they commiserated the deal, consummated the deal. So I don't know. I I still think that there's going to be a lack of options enough that Jimmy Garoppolo is attractive to some teams, 
you know, every time you say one thing about Jimmy, the others, they're like anti. If you say something kind of pro Jimmy, anti, like, how could you say that? And vice versa, you say something anti Jimmy, the pro Jimmy, no respect. Uh, he did. He has played quarterback in the last in two out of the last three NFC championship games, right? I, I think he's a much better option than a lot of these other guys. That doesn't mean he's a great option. He's just a much better option. There aren't that many play. We talk about this all the time. They're just not. These guys don't exist. There's not that many of them. There's not that many of them. And weirdly, this year, you know, there are a number of teams that could use a guy that aren't in like full reset mode. Denver doesn't want to do full reset. Pittsburgh doesn't want to do full rebuild. Washington football team doesn't want to do full rebuild. Commanders. Commanders, I, oh yeah, sorry. I mean, Indy. Who knows what what Indy's situation is going to be? The Bucks are kind of in that spot, but Jimmy's not a match for them. So I don't know. It's bizarre. It's it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. A lot of people with bad options out there right now. Agreed. Right. A lot of teams that just don't have great options. It's wild. Uh, all right, John. Before we go any further, let's tell the people about our friends at Butcher Box. GB for life. That's free ground beef. When you go to butcherbox.com slash ham, free beef with every order. Guy, no, I'm going to make the steak I was looking at in my uh, in my freezer. I'm going to pull that out tonight. I got some veggies. I'm going to throw that in because here's the thing. Butcherbox.com slash ham. No antibiotics. No added hormones. Each box, if you want to set up and make your own box, 8 to 14 pounds of meat. 8 to 14 pounds of meat, depending on your box. You choose. That's enough for twenty-four. In- thing can feed, a, you know, a, a neighborhood. Packed fresh and shipped, frozen for convenience, so you can save time on your next grocery. Who wants to go to the grocery store? I Not mean, I. It's Not it's I the said afternoon. the pig. You want to go to the after- You want to go to the grocery store right now? That thing is like the four hundred five in any safe way. Customize your own box. Go with one of theirs. Either way, get exactly what you want. Yep, butcherbox.com slash ham. That's butcherbox.com slash ham. This is your chance. So you go in, you get the 100% grass-fed beef, and you get the free-range or, uh, organic chicken. You get the wild-caught seafood and more. And then on top of that, right now, when you go to butcherbox.com slash ham to sign up, you get two pounds of ground beef for free in every order for the life of your membership. That's every order for the life of your members. Not one time. It's not two LBs a GB for free just once. It's two LBs a GB for free every single time. Uh, it's just GB falling out of the sky. Hard so beat, free man. GB. Butcherbox.com slash ham right now to claim this deal. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. Yeah, prize picks is where it's at. Prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app 
with more than 5 million users. I've been using it and telling you about it for months. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. We're not going to talk about my Otani-less season-long pick quite yet on his home run total. You just pick more or less of two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. For example, this week on Prize Picks, you can go Anthony Edwards, more than 29 points, and Nikola Jokic, more than 10 rebounds. Playoff time's the time to join because star players mean more on Prize Picks. Keep an eye out for the starred players on the board, and you could receive a 10% payout boost if they're in your winning lineup. So right now, download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, code HAM50. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, Maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, what's up next here? Let's see. A guy named uh, Thomas Brady from San Mateo, whose dad's Thomas Sr. Uh, Old Bruce, I'd say in a decent mood today. I watched a little bit of his press conference. I mean, the main question he was getting asked was, your quarterback situation, starting with Tom, did he is he retired for sure? And then also, like, if he asked for a trade, if he wanted to come back, but not to your team, you know, what would you would you help him out? This is a great tweet here from Rick Stroud. Arians was asked if Tom Brady wanted to come back with another team, if he would accommodate him. Nope. Bad business. Asked about trading Brady and what it would take. Five number ones. Uh, asked if he thought Tom Brady would come out of retirement. He slammed it shut when I talked to him. I think like a lot of these guys, he likes to have his name out there. It's a shot. I mean, I don't know if he intended this one, but it's a shot. But I don't think I think Brady's earned the right to not be like a lot of these guys. <laughs> uh, hey, Bruce, uh, he won you a Super Bowl. When no, you see he that, didn't. he. <laughs> what do you no, mean? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. He likes to have his name out there. Is, does he mean he enjoys people talking about him right now about potentially coming out of retirement? Is that what he's alluding to, you think? Yes, that's exactly what he's saying. 
But didn't he win? Didn't Tom win Bruce's Super Bowl? No, Bruce said, you know, people don't talk about a lot of the other guys that helped him win a championship. It wasn't just Tom. Bruce said that today. So clearly their relationship fell out of favor, right? And Bruce is, oh, you know. Let's see if I can find that quote. In fairness, they had a really good team. But Bruce, you you had a really good team with James Winston. Now, obviously, Tom, and it's not even fair. But let's not act like you're winning a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. You went on the road to Lambeau and won. Give me a fucking break. Like, I, and I, I'm a Bruce Arian. I think he's a fantastic coach, but... Like, to me, there's a balance of, like, I'm all for candid, talk some shit, that guy who's just who's just willing to say whatever. But there's also sometimes with that guy, his ego can get in the way of some of his words. Like, that's a comment where, come on, bro. What, what are we talking about? He likes to have his name out there. Bruce, like a lot of just, these guys. He didn't just win you the Super Bowl. He then had you hosting in the second round at home. Uh, Bruce Arians, unbelievable ride these last two years. I've got to say, Tom got all the credit. A lot of other guys had a hand in the pile. It wasn't all just Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, but it kind of was, like in the sense that you don't win it without him. Of course, other people helped him win. Like that's the way these things work. But, but why? I, here's the thing: is whether he's Tom's right not wrong, taking all the credit. Why is he in the business of like trying to denigrate Tom Brady on any level? Because is he I trying think, to throw some weight I, around. Yeah, I think Tom took away a lot of his shine. Let's face it. Like, even when well, he was with yeah, Carson he and win all those games, Bruce was known as a kind of a genius. And when he went there, no one talked about Bruce Arians beside him kind of being an idiot. Right? You get credit for getting the guy. Like, Bruce, you get credit for the pitch that Brady liked, that Brady wanted to play for you. Like, that's that is, you should you should take pride in that. Tom Brady chose you. So you should take pride in that. But I I I mean Again, I really believe this. I thought the end of the season for the Bucs, especially their last playoff game, op- like it was just such a, a bright light on the fact that Tom Brady got something from Bill Belichick that he doesn't get from Bruce Arians. And that's just the most elite coaching, a button-down operation, all that type of stuff. And I, may, I don't know, maybe it cost him another Super Bowl. Well, guy, he led the fucking team back. And then defensively, they just like, what are we doing? Does that ever happen to New England? If no. they came storming back, they would not have given up a 50-yard bomb to Cooper Cup in that situation. They're just like, we called a zero blitz. We weren't all on the same page. Well, the last thing Belichick's teams were ever not all on the same page in critical situations. Like, could it be harder for Tom to stomach that loss? Like, listen, we played like shit. Weird things were happening. We come storming back. And then the defense blows it with just kind of the loosey-goosey Tampa operation. Yeah. Weird penalties. I know. I know. I, I, the, the irony is this, uh, Chris V on the stream says trying to lower his trade value. Yeah. Tom, five ones. But, I mean, he wasn't the most important. He, you know, we could have done it without him. Of course, he's not actually saying that. Look, I don't think he – if Tom – here's the other thing. Bruce Arians is not the guy that – Jason Light's the GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Well, and, and Jason, I, I watched early this morning. Jason doesn't talk like that. Well, he he talked in reverence for Tom and how appreciative he was with Tom and how he called him a friend. And he'd known him since New England. But 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 Bruce is, I'd say Bruce headlines are go much more viral than Jason Light's, right? Like Bruce says that guy kind of is everywhere. Well, yeah, totally. I just don't, I, I don't believe, we, we have this conversation about like, what would happen if 
Tom Brady said, I'm coming back and I want to play for the 49ers. What would happen is he'd end up on the 49ers and they wouldn't have to trade five ones to get him. They would not. I don't believe I, no, I no, 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 but I, so but couldn't you he, see Bruce kind of putting up a stink? Of course. And he's right. It is. It's kind of bad business, but not everything a hundred percent of the time is 100% business. And part of having Tom Brady and having Tom move some money around last year, which added a year to his contract, is that you understand when you get into business with Tom, you don't get to then hold Tom hostage if Tom wants to do something else. Do you think Bruce, because I could see this, last year when Tom signed the extension and they moved the money around, that he thinks Tom fucked him? Because I bet he told him, like, listen, I, I got multiple years left in me. Let's go win a couple. Let's try to win a couple more. And then Tom's like, fuck it, I'm out. So now Bruce left with Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. Like, he probably thinks as a coach, I'm screwed. Because his comments on Deshaun Watson, my owner's not going to let me do that. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo makes no sense for what I want to run on offense. I, I'm in major trouble. Also, there's been a few, you know, there was a week of stories that it's Bruce and Tom's relationship that was the problem. It would not be the greatest reflection of, like, I understand if you're Bruce, I think part of what he's trying to do is keep Tom retired. It's not a great reflection of you if Tom comes out of retirement only because he wants to play for somebody else, but he was willing to retire if it meant playing for you, right? That's not the greatest reflection. Like, Bruce doesn't want that. Bruce doesn't want Tom Brady coming out of retirement to play Where for I somebody push back, else. I, 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 you know, I, I think Bruce has the little IDGAF. Like, I, 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 you know, deep down, would he truly want it? Of course not, but I don't think he spends. It's like, okay, we'll fucking try to kick his ass. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure you're. I think it's all those things. He's, but a, I just, stu- he's a stubborn. Here's what I know: the, the NFL, after the season, talked for two weeks about how Bruce Arians was the reason. Bruce Arians' relationship with Tom Brady is why Tom. One of the reasons Tom retired. Now, I don't fully believe that, but it's been said multiple times, right? Tom retired from Tampa, and that's a reflection of Bruce. Fair or not? I, I, I to me, Bruce is a little offended right now. <laughs> Bruce offended that Tom quit on him. That's what yeah, Bruce offended on multiple fronts. Well, don't yeah, don't you think that Tom told him last year I'm in for a couple of years? Because it felt like that. Tom has been that this is Tom has always goal oriented Tom Brady has said forever he wants to play till he's 45. Then he just retires at 44. Yeah, it's it's weird. Bruce is not handling it well. Tom I, I saw Tom golfing yesterday with Louis Ustis, and he's handling it a lot better. <laughs> I feel like Tom really likes Florida. You yeah, that? I, I think do. he. I think he really, like. I, I just got news for you. I mean, we're you and I aren't South Bay, Northern California guys. I'm not even trying to be a hater, but the South Bay sucks. Now he's kind of from that area, but you know, San Jose, San Mateo. It's different when you have your parents' house. There's some nostalgia there. San, like, you, could you see Tom Brady, San, San Jose? I get there. No, I've not spent much, no, but I'm not much spent much time yeah, like those Gatos, Peninsula, Hills. north north of San Jose Peninsula. Like, what is that Woodside or whatever? Alex Smith has like a twenty million dollar house he built in one of those areas that are supposed to be incredible. Is that you north of Palo Alto? Yeah, north of Palo Alto, up up up, up not on the water, but like up the peninsula, kind of. Um, could see that. Yeah, I. I'm with you though. I think it's part of why Aaron is like, God, look how he's just in the warmth all the time. He's just, it's just warm. <laughs> I mean, I think the cold has to just beat you down, right? If you're in Green Bay or 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 New England oh. all those years. Oh my God. Josh Allen seems happy. 
But do you notice the moment his season ends? He, I think he bought a place in L.A., comes to Los Angeles. Who's that? Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen, yeah. Josh Allen I just saw was on a boat. Uh, yeah, he's Southern California. Somewhere, LA. but I, it wasn't like San Tropez or something like that. He was just off uh, Coronado. Oh, yeah, Mexico, <laughs> girlfriend, and then he you know, he hangs out Jordan Palmer. Like he, he He's warm, and then he goes to Buffalo. Uh, so I, I don't think, um, I, I look, give him away. Think Brady's off, I, I, I think Brady's, I wouldn't say off the table. Not that he was necessarily ever on the table, but it just, unless something tangible comes out from one of the heavy hitters. And I think it would come from this guy named Adam Schefter, who let's face it is clear. Just do the math. Tom Brady retirement. People are like he missed on it. No, he nailed it. Tom just denied it for a couple of days. And then he announced the Jimmy information. What do you think? Adam and, T- and Don Year are close. Like so, if the, if there is Tom Brady is thinking about it, it's going to come from that guy. Yeah, or and Darlington will be a package deal. Darlington, I, and I do will wonder, like, if he, I could see him at these deals with like John Rom and all these golfers, and it's like Tom, do you already miss it? And he's like, Yeah, I do, man. Well, I thought the same thing. I wonder, like, is Tom going to play like you know? What, what do you think it could be in a month? How many rounds of golf could he play? And just go, you know, I don't think I'm ready for this life quite yet. Did, did you notice in the Wickersham book, he had a line like, golf would never fulfill his itch? I did. And I did. He noticed that. Because I, I watched someone did, had a picture yesterday, or like a video of him shot. He like hooked it in the water and like hooked his club. It's, when you're bad, it, can you imagine being that good at something as he is at football? And then doing golf, which I think he deep down would love to be just like a scratch golfer, but the gap is so wide. He's like, I, I can't accomplish this. The, the, the books that he could he accomplish, he could never pick up a golf club for the rest of his life, and he wouldn't, and he'd be sad. He'd be okay with that. Doesn't mean he's been like playing it. golf since he was like ten years old. I know he was playing in like the the. I the think, but I tournaments think separate, with his dad. I think what separated it is he got so good at football, and when you're so good at something, when and you're a competitive guy. Also, I think he hates sucking. Also, who's he play with? Like, oh, you know, he's play, He's like trying to keep it close with Louis Oosthuizen, you know? <laughs> like, Tom, go play with some guys that are worse than you. Make you feel better. Well, there was another old guy in the group that I saw someone post on Twitter that, like, it was Louis Oosthuizen, Christian Bazuzahoit, and this guy. Who is the richest guy in South Africa? <laughs> well, the, isn't that, that guy... That was the foursome. Is it that guy or the other guy whose Twitter handle is, like, Pin Seeker? Or, like, Instagram handle? I mean, might be. One of them, their their handle is like Pin Hunter. So it's like, well, I bet this guy's pretty good. There are a lot of rich guys in that. Uh, it's called the uh, the Member Pro. The Member Pro? So it's a member brings a pro golfer? Brings a pro golfer. Did you see the list of pro golfers? No. I mean, it was Rory, Rom, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson. Couldn't. I mean, it was it was an incredible, the OGR field. I mean, it was every guy in the top 25 was there. They weren't giving out points? No, but every single guy worth their salt was in the tournament. And Tom. Couldn't you make a lot of money just going, if you were like Fred Couples, just on a circuit of just playing member pro events? Just like you get a guy to pay you $200,000 to come roll in and play with him at his. Well, the, pro- the problem is with like, let's just say member guests. Freddie's handicap is so good. Like ultimately, you kind of want a ringer. Like you oh, want yeah. you want somebody like, with a plus. What's the guy's name? Taylor Zarzer. Yeah, you know the guy he calls like Sirius XM. He was yeah. there yesterday, and he was talking to Tom. They asked him what his handicap was, and he said he was. I'm an eight, 
And then Georgia asked him, like, are you playing to an eight? He's like, I'm probably not even playing to an eight. But if Tom Brady's shooting 75 and playing to an eight, he's a great addition, right? Because he gets all the strokes. Freddie doesn't get any strokes. Like, you are a good addition if you're at 18 and you can shoot 85. You know? Oh. What about a 91? You should get up and play. Um, all right, anything else? Do we do have another conversation about Arians? No. Weird comments from Bruce Arians. Put it that way. Bruce edgy. I mean, obviously Bill and Tom's relationship didn't end great, but Bill never said stuff like this about Tom Brady. It was, never, it was never about the football stuff with Bill, right? It was more just like, he's just always so negative, the negativity, the negativity, the negative. It was never like, I don't like our schemes. I don't like our yeah. preparation. I don't like... Uh, I don't like our ability to stop people on defense, right? It was just, God, this negativity. I've been here 20 years. Bruce is like, do we even fucking know what we're doing here? There had to be moments of practice where Tom had to go. Because Jason Light said this this morning. He's like, and I bet Bruce wouldn't like this. The number one thing he did is show everyone the standard, and that is set the standard for everyone else. So now all the guys that are going to stay, they just know what Tom did because everyone follows him like a puppy. Bruce wouldn't say that. Because Bruce, no. I said the standard, right? Well, one of the things in the book, again, we referenced the book is uh, it's better to be feared. Seth Wickersham's book from October, which we both listened to on Audible, and it's fantastic. One of the things in the book is like a change in Tampa came when Tom realized holding guys to his standard was not going to work. So he sat everybody down. He went through each guy and was like, what do you want? Like, what is your standard? I'm going to hold you to that standard instead of I'm going to hold you to like, you know, Julian Edelman standard, just Chris Godwin. What's your deal, man? Like, what do you, you want? Know, I, I like doing me. Uh, I catch some balls. I might cool. drop a few. <laughs> and Tom's thing was, I'm just going to hold guys to that standard now. You know, I, I think weird... I know most of the route tree, but if I don't, I'm just going to kind of freelance it. And you Maybe just, I'll give ball? you a wink. <laughs> I'm going to just throw it up. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go deep. I'll, I'll put my hand up. Randy Moss style. 07. Just keep running. <laughs> what, you know, is, is that good for you? You know, Remember the story I might when show it was up like, late sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a perfect diet. I, if we could go through the history of like Roto World NFL headlines, the most meaningless headline, it might have been, you know, if Tom Brady goes to Tampa, will he get Chris Godwin's number 12? <laughs> I was listening to Dirk on Russillo's pod talking about how Dirk always wore 14 because that's what he loved Charles Barkley and that's what Charles wore in the dream team was 14. And he gets to uh, he gets to Dallas and like Robert Pack wears 14. I think it was Robert Pack or like Cedric Sabalos or one of those guys. He's like, uh, could I get 14? He's like the guy. He basically laughed me out of the room. It's like, well, that's why I wear 41 because it's like 14, but the guy wouldn't give it to me. But Chris Godwin, you remember that story? Like, ah, I don't know. Godwin wears 12. In fairness, I mean, I think people thought Godwin was pretty good. Tom made Godwin look like that guy's a star. Bruce disagrees. Bruce uh, knew he was a star already. Uh, no days off, says Antoine. I mean, unless you're, you know, McVeigh scrambled. Oh, hey, fellas, how do you think the coaches that aren't at the combine, Shanahan, Solomon, McVeigh, are spending their time? Film review of free agents and rookies? Is that a better use of time? Thanks. Hashtag Tito's. I listen. I, I think Kyle and Sean, who clearly both didn't attend the combine, are in a little bit of a different category. McVeigh's team. Literally does not have a pick, I think, till the fourth or fifth round. They do not have a day one or day two pick. And here's the other thing. Sean McVay played, because they had the Super Bowl, an extra two weeks. 
So like this is somewhat his vacation time, right? He hasn't been around his wife. Like I, I kind of get it. We don't have any picks. I just need a little time to myself. I'm not going to retire. Like we don't have any picks. Like okay, Kyle. You know they, I, they have a comp third. Kyle's had an extra two weeks. I get he's got some coaching turnover and he's interviewing fucking signing all these quality control guys away from college. Let's not act like those guys wouldn't meet him at the combine to interview if he needed an interview. I do they need Kyle at the combine? They do not. John Lynch and Parag and Adam Peters can handle everything, right? They can handle all the trade scenarios. They know what players to interview. But I was thinking about like not sending any of your coaches. Like it doesn't behoove D'Amico just to you're gonna isn't it a lock with those first three picks in the in the second day? They're gonna take a defensive player. Probably maybe a DB, maybe a pass rusher, just D'Amico to meet the guy? Because D'Amico, I don't know, high character, played in the league. Like I, I would just like him to be around a guy for 15 minutes. I saw they asked Gudikins today. They said, Did you see all these coaches that aren't showing up? You know, would you guys ever entertain that? And he was like, you know, I, I really value our guys, LaFleur and his guy. LaFleur is there. And all his coaching staff just what the, you know, you could say, because he basically is like, you can tell me 15 minutes isn't that much, but it's better than zero. Well, think like, about it. Is, you, it is you, something. You meet somebody for 15 minutes, right? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you say that first impressions can mean a lot? Do you remember the viral video when DK walked into the room and he had already, that picture had been, and Pete ripped off his shirt? But don't you think in that, wouldn't you imagine if you sat down with John and, and Pete be like, clearly you guys were in, intrigued by him before the combine. Did you guys go become very intrigued? And Pete might say, the moment I saw him walk in, I said, fuck, we might have to have this guy, right? Yeah. So does Kyle have to be there? Of course, I mean, he's literally not there. But I'm just saying, like, can they get by without him there? I, I do think it's a little bit of a mail-in job by him, you know? Like, I, and, I, and I text you this this morning. The one thing that you consistently see is every coach, like, over 50 is there. Because just, you know, obviously the new coaches are there, Doug Peterson, Hackett, or whatever. But... Andy, the, the Arians, the, every coach, Belichick's going to be there. Couldn't no, you see those guys kind of talking to each other like these prima donna young hotshots think they're above this? They're because now they all they make our money now too. They make twelve million dollars. Sean makes eighteen or whatever. Yeah, they feel they're too good for this. And they, you know, they're the decision maker until it comes time to send their GM somewhere. Now, in the case of the Rams, I don't. Les isn't even there, right? Which to me, they are in a different category than Kyle. Aren't just they? because they won a championship. Well, because they they just started, they just stopped working, so they yeah. just, you just need some time to breathe. And they literally have like four picks. They just don't have any picks. Well, Kyle, I mean, you have a second round pick. You also, I'd also say this, like, yeah, Jimmy, or I mean, Parag and Kyle and uh, John and Adam can do the Jimmy negotiations, and nothing can become official for a couple weeks. But what, aren't you interested? Or do you just well, want to who, get your texts and your call updates? Yeah, I mean, who made the trade the first time? It was him. Initially. Bill called him. I just I just think he probably is over this event. And maybe now he feels they've already traded their first-round picks for the next couple of years. I don't have to go. And I just wonder if that... And I get it. If I was in his shoes, I think you could easily justify... I don't see my family for six months. John goes home every night at 7.30. So does Adam. Like... This is not my fucking necessarily event. But ultimately, Kyle, like you are the 13, 14, whatever you make, million-dollar head coach, who's the boss, and you're going to give the yay or nay on the pick either way. Hell, couldn't you, could you come from like 
Friday through Sunday just to see the just to see the interviews and the workouts. You don't have to be there these first couple of days. I don't blame him for not doing a press conference or whatever. Bill hasn't done a press conference of this thing in 20 years. But, but he goes on NFL Network usually. And, but and he goes to the workouts. Like I think, don't you think if Bill values, even though he says like I don't pay guys to run forties and stuff, he does his value being there and getting a feel for these kids. Yeah, he's been going there since seventy five. I mean, it's not quite the Senior Bowl, right, where you get to actually coach guys, but it's uh, which led the Niners to Debo Samuel. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't know how you could argue it's not worth anything. Maybe it's not worth much. But I don't think you could argue it's not worth anything. I think seeing anything in person is worth something. Now, you sometimes you could argue maybe it leads you to overvalue something, right? You can I think make Kyle wrong would, conclusions. Kyle, well, Kyle would tell you all the interviews are taped. I get to see all those. All the workouts are taped. I get to see all those. Everything that happens there is taped. I'd say, well, there there is just a 15 minutes. I'd rather just let John carry a conversation with the guy for 15 instead of me interrupting. Yeah. And, and we just have pressing needs. I mean, we lost 17 members of our coaching staff. I'd say, well, historically, a lot of people interview. I people plan on filling the all their jobs individually myself anyway, but, you know, we'll, we'll plug some people in. Well, do you expect Kyle Shanahan to go next year? Feels like probably. he's pro- he's probably just done with this thing. To me, it's like, uh, yeah, if, if if he needs a quarterback and quarterbacks are going to throw. But now, the, got the difference is I saw, days. I saw a rap sheet say, and you forget sometimes, but. He's like, you know, this could be the last year here. AKA, this is the last year here. It's coming to uh, SoFi well, Stadium. Did you see any of Frank Reich? His comments when he got on the mic were like, it's great to see everybody in person. It's great to see everybody here in Indianapolis. You know, it's been a pretty good ge- deal for him. It's at home. He just goes home every night. Uh, well, ne- let's say next year it's in Los Angeles. There's not really an excuse for Kyle not to go, right? I would imagine the NFL also encourages everyone for the first year in LA to go. Well, do you know what I noticed today? And I mean, you and I talk about this a lot. This is a nice little fucking week for the NFL. Do you know what they're handling? Everyone's like MLB lockout, or are they talking Chris Ballard and Frank Reich's comments on Carson Wentz, right? If this event didn't happen, what would happen? There wouldn't be any talk about the NFL right now. But instead, they have all their coaches and all their GMs get in front of a microphone. Isn't that kind of... Do you know who likes that? Oh, Raj. And, and it's not like there's nothing going on. There's stuff to ask these guys about. There's stuff to ask Chris That's Ballard about. That's a legitimate about. question. Yeah. Yep. There's stuff to ask Andy Reid about, right? What's going on? What was going on with your offensive coordinator? There's stuff to... I tell Andy's like, you know, I, I leave and I come back and, and I hate Eric and Pat hates everybody and... You know. <laughs> No one can play up a serious situation like it's funny and just like, well, let's go just go have some cheeseburgers like Coach Reed. Remember me from the punt pass and kick? It's me, Andy Reed. <laughs> he 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 acted today like it was nothing. I didn't see that. Yeah, he acted today like it was nothing. No biggie. Uh, uh oh, why, why, it's, why why did Eric sign a one year contract? Is that you know, so guy's been there could, seven years. It, it, if he'd signed a seven year contract, they would have let him out if he wanted to leave to go become somebody else's head coach next year, right? I saw someone wrote like, you know, Matt Nagy is in position to eventually take over for Andy Reid one day. Eric Bieniemy's on a one-year contract if he wants to get a head job or a play caller next year. Like, guys, no, no one's hiring this guy. We have evidence now. This guy's not, you know, people are just not hiring the guy. D'Amico Ryans is a lock to get hired before Eric Bieniemy to be a head coach. I would bet $5,000 on that right now. Yes, yeah, bizarre. 
Andy. Uh, what were the other? I mean, the Ari- Arians made news. A lot of teams need teams need quarterbacks. It's I, I don't. We might come. Is there going to be one story of any significance that actually happens at the combine from the combine? No. They really should spread all these talks out even more. Like half the coaches today, half the coaches tomorrow, half the GMs the next well, the day. Pro- the, 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 next. the problem is like the, then the, the combine the doesn't start. Like, yeah, you just don't have time. And I think the coaches really push for like you know the ebb and flow of the week to start doing business. They they. I just typed in Andy Reid to Twitter. It said, Andy Reid asked if he has a favorite position group to watch during the combine. See, this is where he gets everyone off the scent of like shady shit going on. I just sit up there and eat potato chips and watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say, he also said like, I saw that question and he was like, I'm not going to tell you guys what I'm looking for. That was, I'm not going to give it away. was part of what he said too. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking at players, so I'm not going to tell you what it is I'm interested in. But I heard Brandon Bean. Have you heard Brandon Bean talk much? The GM of the Bills? Uh, not much, no. He was uh, kind of got like a Southern. Well, I don't know where he's from. He's kind of got like a Southern accent. Carolina, I think. Oh, okay. But he was impressive just kind of talking about how he's like, from a free agency standpoint, we all know who are going to, for the most part, who's going to be free agents. Like you can look at a team's cap situation. You can look at a team's roster. You can look at a team, uh, a team's roster and see how much guys are getting paid and how good they were last year. And you know what you would do. You know who you would cut and who you would keep and who you would restructure. He's like, so I, we got a pretty good idea already of like who, who's going to be, be available. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it was just really interesting. What we used to do too is like, you know, like no one's thinks like, I can't wait for Devontae to hit the open market. Like if I see that one more time on Twitter, like, are you guys idiots? What in the history of free agency? Devontae Adams has never hit the open market, you know, ever. But do you know who, what happens a lot are cap casualties? And teams spend a lot of time in the fall, maybe not the fall, but in January of evaluating and ranking cap casualties who are essentially free agents. Like these guys that will get cut over the next week because team, do you know what teams will do this week? They'll ask guys to take a pay cut. So, if, hey, I, you, I can't afford to keep you at 12, but if you stay at seven, I'll keep you. And if the agent goes, well, hey, man, I can get you a two-year 20. Let's tell him, to, nope, no pay cut, cut me. But if you go, well, I don't know if the market's going to be that great. They like you here. Let's just, you like it there, just stay. I think that goes on a lot this week. Cap casualties, people pushing for pay cuts, guys gauging their market, right? If you're the agent, you start going to like Roseman and John, like, hey, man, if my guy became available, you guys need a corner, how much would you be willing to pay him? So they go, I don't know if I'm going to take a pay cut from 12 to six and a half if I know I can get nine from them. Right. 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 So screw you, cut me. And, yeah. and again, it's somewhat of a guessing game, but I, that's where this week is. To me, for as cool as it is, like, you know, the workout start and these press conferences, the behind the scenes potential of hard knocks on the conversations of GMs and agents over numbers is just would, if you could just give a PG version of just a couple like, Parag and Don Yee, right? Uh, Chris Ballard and Carson Wentz representatives. And like, you know, can you imagine just a 30-minute YouTube of just so a couple behind-the-scenes things? But nothing too crazy, but just kind of, what do you think about 17 million? Just going back, can you imagine how many views that thing would get? Because there's nothing like that we've ever seen. No. You, you don't ever see that. No. But to me, that's the most fascinating part about the business. That truly only the GM, head coach 
contract negotiator, agent know what that conversation, like, what is the back and forth? God damn it, that's not enough. And you hang up. <laughs> but this one's in person, right? They're both, yeah. hey, hey, we go meet, come to my hotel room. There's a lot of hotel, you know, like, uh, is it winter meetings when people just go to different people hotel rooms? That's a lot. The cool thing about Indy is every hotel is connected by these, like, kind of uh, these bridges that are, that are, that are enclosed so you can just walk it's just so easy it really it's why a lot of these teams are like you can't send us to LA everything it's so fucking easy here no no one wants to go to LA Roger beside you and Roger goes well I'm gonna double the revenue for the combine yeah yeah good luck getting from the airport to the hotel I I uh could I guess you could put in Vegas too but that I mean it's like can you imagine like Mike Variable in Vegas it's it, they have they, they have enough fun in indy it's not about the fun they just Kyle's like, I, i'm in <laughs> uh mexico estadio azteca for the combine that'd be all shanahan be like oh i got a i got a cabo place um one thing i was thinking about just i want to go back to brandon bean for a second there's gonna be a lot of back and forth over who knows the next few weeks next few months maybe the next year about kyler and what his worth is and I was listening to Brandon Bean. He was talking about the extension they signed with Josh Allen. And one thing is clear. They really, at the end of the day, didn't hesitate to do it, right? To give Josh Allen $150 million in total guarantees for a few reasons. But what was the, but the contract is actually like $260 million, right? Yeah. If he didn't he's playing like this, he's going to get every penny, right? Well, two things. One, that. Two, Brandon Bean, like to hear him talk about it was like he was – He's just like it was we got cost certainty now on our quarterback. We can every year you can always manipulate something if you need to to create yourself a little space with Josh's deal. He's like and we got this guy Josh Allen now under contract for like 8 more years. So in 2 or 3 or 4 years his contract is not going to look that big because it's just the nature of quarterback contracts. It's not going to look that crazy as long as he is the guy that we think he is. Right? So he's under contract for eight years. We do have flexibility every year. There's always some flexibility if you know what you're doing. You have cost certainty on your quarterback. And what you know is even though the number looks big right now, hell, his contract wasn't, I think it was number two in average annual value when he signed it. What's it going to be in three years? I mean, 10th, right? What's $43 million going to look like per year in 2024? So well, I mean, Rogers might get fifty. Stafford could get forty-eight. I mean, some of it's, these guys. It's, just... it, they like it was just the Bills didn't think twice about signing Josh Allen at two hundred and sixty million dollars. They didn't hesitate. The Cardinals of our if if the Cardinals thought that Kyler Murray was what the Bills thought Josh Allen is, they would happily sign up to extend him for eight years and lock him in at forty-one or forty-two or forty-three million dollars. Because if he's that guy. That contract, that contract becomes a good value within a couple of years. I mean, it happens fast, right? These are not – this isn't the COVID cap that's like going backwards. This is not Major League Baseball's offer to the players where the cap stays the same for three years. It's about to explode to the moon because they got $200 billion coming for the TV. Stonks. So, I mean, it's just – like we know what the Cardinals think. We know what they think. They're well, telling you us say right the same now. thing a little bit about the Ravens with Lamar? Because they did hesitate last year. Yeah. Do you do? Yes. And now, feel, in fairness to those much guys, closer. Josh yeah. is about as easy as it gets. Just like Mahomes yeah. is about as easy as it gets, right? But I would, 
and I think you'd agree, much rather have Lamar Jackson than Kyler Murray. No question. Yeah. No question. I'd trade Kyler Murray. Could you get three ones for Could you get from Washington If you get team? three ones and a two and sign Mariota. Mariota's not a solution. Well, if I'm Kime and – but if I'm the owner, I, I, do an, I do an old school like pro sports back when we were kids, like 90s, 70s, 80s where the owner would just do shit. Like, I, I'd be like, hey, Kyler's available. Four ones. I'd say, Commanders, what is he worth to you? Because if you give me an offer, I'll think about it. I'll trade. I don't give a shit with my two guys. I got to tell you, feels like a commander. Kyler feels like a good, solid Washington commander. Rivera would not like him. No, he would not. Del Rio would try to kill him in practice every week. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, expect us back on Wednesday. Tell your friends. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for consuming the content. Thanks for supporting. The mailbag is back. Go get in that. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Five stars. Leave us a question. Tell us your favorite bar to hang at. Uh, speaking of bars, free GB for life. All right. Um, on that note, hold on. Let me hit end broadcast. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.